Welcome to the Cheyenne Vineyard Podcast, bringing you a message of hope for your everyday world. If you'd like to contact us, contact us at info at CheyenneVineyard.com. You can also find out more information about the Cheyenne Vineyard Church at CheyenneVineyard.com. Thank you and enjoy today's podcast. Good morning. As we seek to see the altar of the Lord built among us, we invite you to enter in to worship and to really seek to minister to the Lord this morning and enter his presence and worship with freedom. So, Father, we thank you for calling us to be your people. That's a great privilege. We thank you for who you are. You are the God of love, the God of justice, the God of mercy. And we seek your grace this morning to worship you in spirit and truth to touch your heart and be touched by your heart. We bless you and we thank you. Amen. It's very healing to be in the presence of the Lord. I feel so much better than when I got here this morning. Arnie, do you want to share that, um, what you shared with me this morning? How many of you remember what uh, Jay taught last week about our priority being prayer? And we're called to be a house of prayer. Well, I got a confirmation of that in the last day or two. In Acts chapter 6, we see the story of the early church growing tremendously, and there were widows being neglected in the distribution of food. So the apostles believed that it was appropriate for them to choose what became known as deacons, servants, to <clears throat> distribute food to those who were needy. But in the process, they made this statement. In Acts chapter 6, verse 4, it says, okay, this is happening, but so that we don't get distracted <clears throat> from what God's called us to do, they say, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. The apostolic priority was on prayer. The apostles knew their first calling was to pray. As a result of their prayer, they ministered the word. How do you know what to preach? 
if you don't hear from God? How can you be spirit-led and spirit-anointed without the Spirit of God? So that begins in prayer. And there's several aspects of prayer. One is just the heart being connected with God. But the other is intercession. And we, we have numerous accounts of the apostles, Paul primarily, talking about the way he prayed for people in Ephesus, Colossae. Ephesians, at Ephesus, he, he lists different apostolic prayers. He told them, this is how I'm praying for you. Prayer was the calling of the apostles. The apostolic church prayed. How did the church begin? In a prayer meeting in the upper room. That's when the Holy Spirit came. Today, we rely on our feeble little minds to conjure up some great message. We have violated the basic principle in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. None of us, no matter how bright you are, how intelligent you are, None of you, none of us, are as intelligent as the God of the universe. He knows everything. He knows what needs to be said and how to say it. And he wants to anoint his servants to preach his word the way he wants it delivered, when he wants it delivered. There are times when we just need to sit and be quiet in God's presence and let the Spirit of God come and do what only He can do. Because none of us can duplicate the work of the Holy Spirit. So, I just want to tell you, that was a confirmation to me. We are on the right path. We are returning to the apostolic calling of the church to be a people of prayer. Amen? Thanks, Ernie. It's great when God gives confirmation like that uh, of what he's calling us to. Uh, <clears throat> and, and I believe he's calling us not just to prayer. And again, we, we need to Repent, we need to think differently about what prayer is. It's, it's not just sitting and bringing our, our list of, of needs and wants to God, because that's, that's like the lowest level of prayer there is. We, we need to think of prayer as communing, touching the heart of God, and letting Him touch our heart. When that has happened, we've prayed. Uh, when, when that really hasn't happened, have we prayed? I, in some sense, maybe, yes. But uh, <clears throat> that's the kind of prayer that the Lord's calling us to. 
You know, I, I believe that um, <clears throat> the concerted prayer that, that we did as a body before the election was a taste of what he's calling us to. And, and there, there are a couple books that uh, I need to recommend um, to, to give us a, a deeper vision for prayer. Uh, one is by Derek Prince. It's, uh, I wish I could remember exactly the title, but I think it's like Changing the World Through Prayer and Fasting. Because it, it gives some concrete examples <laughs> of how world politics shifted in, in response to a company of committed fasting and praying people. Um, also, this book, <laughs> Rees Howells, Intercessor, um, will will wreck you for the kind of experience with God that, that you have had. Uh, <clears throat> I, I believe God is calling us to be a company of intercessors. And that's going to require some some change in in us, in, in our hearts. Uh, because an intercessor isn't just one who prays. An, an intercessor identifies with the person, the situation that they're praying for, and actually feels what they feel, experiences what, what they experience. And that's costly. Uh, you, you won't do that with, without a, a servant heart and, and without love for people. So I'm, I'm thankful for what God is doing uh, in us as a body just, just through Cover Cheyenne. Because as, as we give an hour a month, or some of us a couple hours a month, to, to praying for um, our city and our region and for, for what God wants to happen. Because we're, we're trying to connect our heart to God's heart for our city and, and for our region and, and pray that, that he will get what he wants here. And us being part of that vehicle, agreeing with him, and then asking him to do what he wants to do. Because that's how he moves on the earth. <laughs> he, he brings a people into alignment with his heart, and then they know what's on his heart, and then they ask him to do what's on his heart. And then he does it. And, and that's the only way it happens. Uh, looks like you have something pressing. <laughs> I just want to add that the correct title for the book that you recommended is Shaping History yes. Through Prayer and Fasting yes. by Derek, by Derek Prince. Prince. Yes, yeah. Shaping History. That's 
And it, yeah, that's <clears throat> we we need to have our our vision expanded for what God can do through prayer. And and I really uh, believe, as I was saying last week, that the the Lord wants to raise up a house of prayer in in this city, uh, in in a different form than than what it's been. Uh, that we, where'd that prophetic word come from about the no becoming a yes? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Kim shared a, a word with me, and, and I really felt like that dealt with the house of prayer in Cheyenne. That it had not been time yet, and that's why it has struggled. Because, you know, in, in my, maybe 10 years ago I was, I had youthful zeal, I don't know, <laughs> or maybe however long ago that was, it must have been like 12 or 13 years ago. Maybe I had youthful zeal at that point. Uh, but when when God would show me that he wanted something, I just wanted to do it. <laughs> I didn't understand the necessity of birthing things through prayer yet. And and so he's he's now teaching us about that, about birthing things through prayer. And and so you know, I'm really blessed by what Arnie shared this morning about God speaking that to him, uh the apostolic order of the church being restored. Uh, for those in leadership to to be committed to prayer and then the ministry of the word because it's it's hard to find pastors who who pray uh, i I know a few of them in in this city and they're good friends of mine uh, but but God's doing something there too I believe in in the leaders of our city. And, and we need to pray in, into that, even. Uh, but I, I have a few things uh, that I, I feel like I need to share. Um, if I can get a little bit of organization. <laughs> my thoughts. Don't worry, I don't plan on sharing all this today. Ah, there it is. Okay. Uh, 1 Peter 2 verse 9, starting in verse 9. But you, you, are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And what I really want us to get here is that we are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God. 
and and we're we're called to be priests and and that is the ministry of a house of prayer is to be priests who who minister to the lord and connect with the lord get connected with his heart and then we can go to the people on his behalf with his words. And then we can go to God <laughs> once again on behalf of the people. <laughs> and that that is the ministry of, of the priest. And and that's that's who we are called to be. And and again that that requires a servant heart. And and it requires us to be able to walk in in love uh, for the pre-Christians who are out there, uh, for one another, to love one another and serve one another. And you know this this is a journey because <laughs> we're we're not we're not there yet, but at least the destination is is coming into view. And and that's <laughs> that's encouraging <laughs> when when you can begin to see the destination, uh, <clears throat> kind of like packing out that elk yesterday <laughs> when we finally got over the top of that ridge <laughs> and and you could see the truck <laughs> this this big. <laughs> <laughs> but you could see it, and uh, you you knew you were going to make it. <laughs> and you know, sometimes over the last couple of years, we've been on this journey, and we we haven't really understood where we were going, uh, what was happening, uh, and and so we just decide, well, we're we're going to keep going. We're not going to give up. We're we're going to keep following what we know God has said. We're going to keep believing that He's going to do what He said, uh, <clears throat> because that is what strengthens faith. When when we're in a position where it doesn't look like He's going to do what He's going to do, that strengthens our faith when we continue to believe. And then when it gets to the point where it doesn't look like there's any way that he can do it. <laughs> that's that's when you're in special training. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and you know it's 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 difficult in in weightlifting to increase your your maximum. Right? That that takes pain, it takes work. Uh same thing when you're a runner and you're increasing your VO2 max. That that happened yesterday too. <laughs> and it it hurts <laughs> and it's not pleasant and increasing our faith is the same way you know we're we're put in places where we have to really exercise it we say no i'm i'm pointing my face like flint and and i'm i'm going i believe god said this and if he said it i believe he's going to do it because he's faithful and 
So I believe that the Lord has imparted a lot of that to us in, in these last couple of years. That we're, we're really individually and corporately at a different place than, than where we were. Uh, because to, to really enter into the place of, uh, you know, being a house of prayer, uh, <laughs> that it, it's going to take what we now have <laughs> that, that we didn't have before. So I, I'm excited about that. But <clears throat> there, there are some things about entering into this, this priesthood uh, some some practical things that that we need probably to work on to make sure that we have in place uh, because there there was a, this statement that Jesus made to his disciples uh, at the end of the Last Supper you know when they were about to go to the Garden of Gethsemane. And he said something like, uh, you know, I have much more to say to you, but you can't bear it now. But, and, and the prince of this world is coming, but he has nothing in me. So, in other words, I have nothing to fear of, of him because he, he's got nothing in me. Nothing on me, nothing in me that he can use to get me to go outside of the Father's direction. And, and, and that is the place of having on the full armor of God. When, when we can actually say that, that the devil has nothing in me. There's, <laughs> there's, there's no little places of compromise. There, there's no little hidden pockets of my life that I'm hiding from God. There's, there's nothing I'm holding back because that's when the devil has something in you or on you. <laughs> and, and boy, he'll use it. <laughs> I mean, you'll, you'll go to a certain place and <laughs> he'll just yank you back. And, and boy, he, he, he can do that again and again. And, and he will. Uh, that, that's just his nature. And he, he seeks to have something like that in every one of us. And, and that's, that's, I think, the basis of, of what Mike Bickle talks about when he says the real power in, in the Christian life comes with the last 2% that is surrendered. <laughs> Don't you love family? I, I do. I, <laughs> and I'm not being facetious at all. You know, you know that. I, I love having kids here because they, kids are life. And we, we want the kids here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we, we need to learn to just deal with it. Uh, and and be okay with it, and and we need to serve the kids and the moms too. So anyway, that's that's part of burden, right? And you know, if if we if we have the heart of Jesus, 
we're going to love kids. Because the disciples, you remember what happened. <laughs> you know, the kids came to Jesus. They wanted to sit on his lap and be hugged by him. And the disciples said, oh, we need to get these kids out of here because this is serious. This, this is for us. This is for adults. And get these kids out of here. And Jesus said, no, bring them all to me. <laughs> Because what did he say? Of such is the kingdom of heaven. So, because we have to come as little children to him. And so if we think we're <laughs> above that, then we, we really <laughs> have to go lower. <laughs> because if, if he wasn't, what what are we? Uh, yeah. So so anyway, <clears throat> what I'm what I'm really saying, I guess, is if if we're going to enter the place of intercession or the office of intercessors, uh, we we need to get to that place where. Our, our life is surrendered. Uh, you know, our uh, we need to be victorious, overcomers in our own lives, over over sin and the desires of the flesh, and and selfishness, because we're we're always battling sin, sickness, and Satan. All of our lives. That's. That's part of our experience on on this planet. Uh, our our goal needs to be to represent God well. Uh, our families need to be a representation of the kingdom on the earth. That's that's easier for you. Uh, Single-person households, <laughs> but it's it's true for for all of us, and and that means for for families coming into unity under the headship of Jesus, and you know that the enemy fights against that tooth and nail, <laughs> uh, but but again, that's. That's one of the areas where the Lord wants to bring us in, into victory in in our prayer lives, so that so that we can actually begin to see Him doing things in our own lives, our own families, our own households. And and again, those uh, <clears throat> we. I, we recognize this. I've talked about this before. That the will of God is not automatic. That's a Muslim concept. <laughs> Allah's will will be done. Uh, so don't wear a seatbelt. Don't uh, <laughs> you know? Don't be careful. Just because uh, whatever Allah wills, that that's what's going to happen. And you know, we we know they're we know they're wrong about that. But also. Uh, we understand the difference between God being in charge and being in control. 
He's in charge, which means he, he is over all, <laughs> but he is not in control. He, he doesn't control everything that is happening. We know that the end of humanity and the end of the earth is, is going to follow the plan that he wrote in, in the Word, but that's because he saw the full end from the beginning and he knew everything that was going to happen. Even though we have free will. But when you understand it that way, that he's just already seen all of reality, <laughs> it's not that he's controlling it, then you can reconcile those two things. Because that's a problem for a lot of people. So, <clears throat> I think another thing that um, is implied in First Peter two, nine and ten is, you know, we're we're a people who belong to God. So, we we throw ourselves at Him. <laughs> without reservation and and that's when he really starts to do things <laughs> when when we remove those reservations we remove that last 2% that that we were withholding for ourselves <clears throat> Hmm. So what what is it going to look like for for us to be a house of prayer? Well, <laughs> I don't know for sure. I I can see um because I I do believe that what the Lord wants eventually is a, a continuous house of prayer where there is prayer going on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, <clears throat> myself personally, I, I like to mix worship and prayer because because I'm a musician and I love to worship and you know that's just the way I like to do it uh, personally and corporately but I, I I think some of the time is is gonna be just prayer sometimes there will be music uh, sometimes not uh, and and the Lord's gonna have to show us step by step how how this is going to work, how this is going to happen. But I, I think 
at least one step that that he would like us to make uh, right now is for us to have more prayer time, corporate prayer time during the week. So we're <laughs> we're gonna do that. We're we're gonna pray more. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> we'll set up sometimes over the lunch hour when people can come and pray. And, and you know, I, we're just going to seek the Lord what, what that looks like. Um, <clears throat> but, but at least for now, uh, let's, let's seek to go deeper in prayer. And, you know, if, if you look back at some of my messages over the last year, that's that's been a pretty consistent theme and and now it makes a lot of sense <laughs> if if he wanted us to grow in prayer and he he has wanted that for at least the last year uh then if if we've been actually doing that then we're at a better place to jump into what he's calling us to do so <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> so devoting ourselves to prayer and the ministry of the word, that's for the leaders, but it flows down. <laughs> uh, we all need to devote ourselves to prayer and at least being in the word and letting God speak to us through the word and and really seeking to know his heart and you remember I, I shared a few weeks ago about something that the Lord had shown me that that he's he's allowed us to experience uh, <clears throat> some things that he has experienced uh, for one thing, uh, when we were kicked out of our places of worship, the Lord has been kicked out of a lot of places of worship that were once his. And, you know, if, if we want to grow as intercessors, let's let ourselves feel what that feels like to him. And, you know, we, we have had a lot of people leave this fellowship and, and go, go to other things. And, you know, some of them are in other churches. Some of them probably are not in, in church. But the Lord has had a lot of people who who once proclaimed to be his, leave him and pursue other things. And and so, you know, we we can we can meditate on these truths and and kind of feel some of God's emotions. 
he, he will actually share that with us. And, and how, how we have, you know, we're, we're searching for a place to call our own and, and to dwell. <coughs> so, so is he. <laughs> he's, he's looking for a people among whom he, he can dwell and, and really call his own. Who, who really are his own. And so I, I just, I encourage you to think about those things and, and just connect with the heart of God in feeling what he feels. Because he, he's really, he's given us an opportunity in experiencing these things to to experience some of what he is experiencing on on the earth and you know he he always works by invitation and and we we just have to say yes to the invitation and then enter in that's that's just the way we receive things in the kingdom because, like Mark Crawford always says, the kingdom is received, it's not earned. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Otherwise, boy, <laughs> probably would not be going very well for, for us if, if it was all earned. And, and that is, that's a totally different mindset from what the world operates in and what most of the church operates in. And and we, we need to get that. So, you know, the Lord's giving us an invitation to partner with him and, and restore uh, some of what I, I would say is, is uh, an, an apostolic representation of the church and and we've we've been talking a little bit about that for about the last year um, becoming an apostolic church and I, we probably still have some of those handouts on the counter back there of apostolic church versus heritage church and we've really been called to be an apostolic church from the beginning even though I didn't even understand that terminology. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but a church that just does what everybody else is doing and, and just tries to do it better, that's basically a heritage church. And a church that really tries to hear God and follow Him and, and do what He is saying, regardless of how that looks compared to everybody else, that, that's an apostolic church. And, and that's what we're called to be. So, we have this invitation to become a house of prayer. Um, who's, who says yes? 
Stand up. Whoa. <laughs> About lost my thing there. Joy, would you come up with me? If, if you're serious about this, come up here and we're going to anoint you with oil to, to become a house of prayer. <laughs> well, I didn't see that coming, but boy, that was good. <laughs> uh, so I just want to pray on behalf of all of us. Lord, you've, you've seen, you've heard our response to you, and we, we say yes to you. So lead us and equip us, protect us, in Jesus' name, that we would become the house of prayer that is your desire. For the glory of your Son. Amen. Mm. <laughs> um, if anyone needs prayer, we just invite you to come up uh, and we'll, we'll pray. <laughs> if not, be blessed and uh, go with the grace of God. <laughs>